All right, Grizz Nation, it is that time of year, and we are back with another episode. Uh, it's Brawl Week, man. Heck it is, yeah, man. Uh, I best, can't wait. Best week of the year for football. Luke and I were uh, talking before recording and just like how uh, work has not been productive this week. Um, <laughs> no. Just kind of like, uh, you know how like they say uh, March Madness is probably the least productive? Yeah. For like, for like most of America, I think. Yeah. This I think Montana, like this is the week. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is like, I mean, yeah, don't, I mean, like, and the sad thing is my job right now, this is like, we're going through this new like strategy and all this stuff. I'm doing my best to focus, <laughs> like trying to dive into it and stuff. And just, oh, uh, it's hard to knowing that uh, Friday is when I'm going to take off. So actually, just because of it, I took half the day off on Friday, even though I'm flying out like, that that evening. I was just like, screw it. I'm not going to be able to handle it. <laughs> you got to get yourself right. You got to get. Oh, yeah. Right. If you're a fan of either side this week, you're just I mean, it's it's hard to be productive, especially like if you have social media on your phone. Like my phone just constantly goes off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mine does, too non-stop right now and i love it i love all of it uh before we get into the brawl guys uh let's go and do some grizz updates uh because we are in that time of year where uh winter season has come and there's winter sports galore so uh let's give an update about volleyball uh they have uh some home stretch games here this weekend um this thursday they are hosting portland state that's games at 4 p.m on thursday go support volleyball they are headed into a stretch where they need some support and right before big side conference tournament so uh go support them you can find that on espn plus as well and then this is the awesome thing is is they play after the football uh, yeah on saturday that night i think sac state yeah yeah that's what i thought Yep. Which I know, I think like Portland State and Sac State are pretty much, um, pretty much the top of the the Big Sky Conference this year in volleyball. So go support them, Dahlberg Arena, uh, Robin Sullivan Court at seven p.m. on Saturday, right after the uh, the brawl. So uh, those are the two last two home games, last two regular conference games before next week they go into the Big Sky Conference tournament. I think I, I checked it last week, and I think we're like number. Four six or seven so we'll most likely make it to the uh conference tournament uh but we'll probably be playing a higher seed than um we probably would have liked but uh it's been an up and down year for them played really well and then some stretches they just couldn't get off the floor so but uh that that's how volleyball goes man it's a momentum sport so no definitely momentum sport yeah you see a lot of swings in that those those volleyball matches Uh, Lady Grizz basketball, uh, they've got a big one this Tuesday, and it this is a crazy it's at home, guys. So, if you are in Missoula and you want to see a top 25 women's basketball team, uh, go support the Lady Grizz, they are playing at 7 p.m. tomorrow uh, against Washington State. I think they're believed they're like 23 24 in the nation. Uh, so they need our support. Go support them. Uh, 7 p.m. tomorrow, and then they go to Phoenix, Arizona, to play Grand Canyon on the 20th that Monday. So um, there's gonna be some good basketball. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to uh, watch that one. It is on on ESPN Plus. So if you are not in Missoula, like uh, Luke and I, <laughs> we can watch that on ESPN Plus. So 
definitely support them. So uh, going into the men's basketball too as well, guys. They had a really close uh, basketball uh, game against Oregon. Yeah, they did. Um, it was tied up at half. Uh, they wound up losing that one 61-75. And then they just they played really well against UC Davis um, last night. Uh, they got that win 78-65. So um, I'm really excited about this team. Yeah, uh, so I agree. I think our men's basketball team, well, and the ladies too. I think the ladies are going to be good too. Some good basketball this year. So, yeah, um, I I didn't get to tune in that UC Davis game, but I got to see the highlights and, um, yeah, impressive. Yeah. So, it was it was a good game. So uh, both the bigs uh, in that game, uh, Luluki and uh, I can't. I'm going to say his name wrong. So <laughs> sorry. Um, and then um, uh, Thomas had great games. Uh, they play Thursday, and that's at home as well. So if you don't have anything to do at night, like I, I probably would be like at <laughs> University of Montana. If I lived in Missoula, all my time would probably be at sporting events. But uh, <laughs> they play against North Dakota State at 8 p.m. on Thursday. It'll be on ESPN+. Plus. It's that uh, Mike Montgomery uh, traveling tournament that they're doing. So it's going from one place to the other. Um, it's different sites and stuff like that. So uh, North Dakota State, that's a, that's a pretty good team. They played them last year, I believe, too, and they've been kind of going back and forth. So uh, and then the, I think they go to uh, Houston, Texas, again, and play Houston on the 24th, Friday. Oh, nice. The day after Thanksgiving. So uh, that'll be a big one, too, as well. So one thing I was just trying to look this up because I just yeah. saw it got put out on I think Instagram or something, but it's for students. Like if you didn't get a ticket to the brawl, there's more chances for you to do that. And what they're oh, doing awesome. is if you go to like all the games this week that are like the basketball games, the volleyball and stuff, each time you go, you get put in for chances to win tickets to the brawl this weekend. Oh, that's awesome. I think it's just for students, but like Good. if you go to all of them, you get six chances all together if you go. So I don't know if there's any students to listen to this or not, but I saw that and I was like, shoot, if you didn't get tickets to the football game, here's a great opportunity for you to get a chance to get some more t- to get tickets. Exactly. Definitely. Definitely go support them. You know, the, the fan, the the students need to get tickets to that game. Yeah, uh, for sure. That's, that's just important. So, um, yeah, great stuff. Great stuff going on. Uh, we have some... Uh, questions as well guys but before we get into questions and before we get into our predictions let's go over this uh psu win uh you know it was a 34 to 10 yeah. uh luke wound up winning the prediction by one point so uh <laughs> luke goes into this week uh beating me by one game so one game, one game. i'll take it <laughs> exactly so uh yeah it, it was a good game uh there's some things i i really wasn't worried about this game but well it was interesting because there's a lot of people out there that were kept saying trap game saw a lot of that on twitter and stuff yeah just, i think people just get worried about it yeah um i didn't realize this i think bobby's 12 and 0 now on really or the brawl yeah oh like, wow he doesn't lose that game so um um, I know, like Bobby gets nervous about this one too. You're hoping your teams doesn't get. You know, you always worry with a big game like the brawl that you're not getting ahead of yourself and stuff. Yeah. But team looked focused. Man, I was, I wasn't worried about this game at all. Like I felt like, man, 
Portland State just, I mean, if we are truly the number three team, we should go and enroll them. And that's what we did. We went in yeah. and I think they played everybody on the, the traveled. Everybody got to play, which is great. So yeah. um, nice, nice game. I mean, we did have the, the one uh, Liam Brown injury, which is unfortunate. But for the most part, it seemed like most everybody came out of that pretty unscathed, which is what you're hoping for, too. So yeah. uh, uh, I've heard that. You know, Brown's working on see if he can go. So I'm hoping that injury wasn't too bad because it looked kind of bad where he was hobbling off of there. Yeah. Um, Portland State, get a damn cart. You know, it's like, come on. Like, seriously, like yeah. that was ridiculous. Yeah, that was. I know that they have funding issues over there, but man, get something. I mean, because th- for their players alone, if someone gets hurt, you need to get that way to get them off the field. So, well, I'm um, sure there's, there's some, uh, you know, golf courses there that they could yeah, right. borrow, a, maybe a golf cart yeah, at least. Um, <laughs> that was that was a little disappointing. It was like, come on, you know, you got big guys like this. Yeah, it's hard for people to carry them off the field. Oh you know, yeah, you're right. not carrying a guy like that. So, um, but I mean, for the most part, like I said, came out unscathed. It was nice to see uh, Ayat get some more time. Yeah. Um, one thing I'll say, you know, I saw Vidlat got in, but you can definitely tell there's a difference there. So, um, I wish, I wish, I wish the best of that, that young man, but, um, Ayat's just got it, you know, um, he does. And, you know, I was kind of talking to a friend about like, okay, let's see how he is with some stiffer competition because, you know, Northern Colorado, they're, they're trying to rebuild and, you know, Portland state, you know, they're better than Northern Colorado. So, uh, it, it was, it was impressive to see what he he did in that game. Yeah, you know? he's um, played a lot of teams tough. I mean, yes, shoot, they played. They went into the Cats and played them pretty tough. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that they were no slouch, and we did a dang good job. Um, Clifton too. I mean, Clifton's just man. I don't think faces that kid. Like, no, he's just like stacking up the wins, having a good time. Like, he loves playing football, um, and likes playing football here. It's uh. I saw an interview with him earlier this week. I think it was after he won the um, Big Sky Player of the Week. They interviewed him on there. They were talking about, like, what brought him here. And he loves the mountains. I was like, yeah. how cool is that? And, like, he's all pumped because some of his teammates are going to take him hunting and fishing after the season. And, like, I'm like, he's turned into a real Montanan. That kid. <laughs> so, um, I think he just loves playing ball and loves this atmosphere and stuff. And um, I I'm excited to see what he's going to do next. Week. Yeah, I am too. You know, I, I, it's really interesting. You said uh, a yacht, right? And he was 10 of 15 for 131 yards. Um, you know, they, they had that one sack, but then they also had that one touchdown mm-hmm. um, called back, which was a horrible call. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, that was pass interference. The guy no. ran into our guy. Yeah. Um, we can stand there for a route waiting to catch the ball, and if someone runs into you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, White basically turned around, looked for the ball, and like had his hands open. Even yeah. if he was, you know, trying to be in his way, the, the, you can't, you can't call that. Like that's ridiculous. Uh, Clifton was nine of fourteen for one hundred and twenty-seven. Um, so no touchdowns on passing, uh, but man alive, just the ground game again. Uh, Eli the man, Gilman man, seventeen carries for. 100 yards, but, you know, he got a loss of three. He did so get 100. 
Just, no, he had a loss, so it negated that hundred yard game. So he got ninety seven. I was I knew he was close. I wasn't yeah. sure. I didn't see if he went over. I was hoping he would, but yeah, he he was three yards away. Clifton had an eight for seven seventy two, and then Xavier. I was glad to get Xavier in there and how they use him as well as in yeah. the passing game too. So um, he had three carries for twenty nine yards, uh, and then Osmo ten for twenty eight. Uh, I, I just, yeah, it was really good to see Isaiah Childs in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, they, they rushed the ball for over 230 yards. Um, and really, they had two penalties that negated, you know, two touchdowns. Yeah. And you put those on, what, and it's 49 to 10? Yeah, there's, I mean, 11, 11 <laughs> they're off the board. I mean, it's just, yeah, so, the, uh, the offensive line. Was dominating there. On yeah. the game. There was they were opening up some holes that that my fat ass could run through. I mean, it was <laughs> holy cow! Like as a running back, those guys have just got to be pumped when they see holes like that. Just like, all right, now I get to run for daylight and make guys miss, or just truck guys like Osma likes to do, and and Gilman too. I mean, I we I see it. I think every pod that guy always falls forward. Like, oh yeah, no every matter what, back, he's always falling forward. I don't know how he's. Like does it? I, I wonder what he squats. Like that dude has got some yeah. strength in his legs, and he's, well, he's just got four guys on him. He still goes forward. Yeah, he still goes forward. He's just got that <laughs> it factor. I mean, that guy's beast, like a beast mode for sure. And you know, not to rag on PSU, but you know, our, our, our running backs are great, and our line is doing an amazing job. But absolutely, my goodness, learn how to tackle. Some of those tackles were just like half <laughs> tackles and just like arm. <laughs> Arm tackle. Not, oh my god. Yeah, they did not want to be there. Coach nuts. Arm tackle. Oh yeah. that's they did not want to be there. Uh and then also, you know, one thing that didn't kind of didn't jump out at me until I actually like was what looking at some of the numbers. Riley Wilson had another two sacks. Did he get two? I knew he had one. I couldn't remember if he had yeah, two. it says here he's got two sacks on the yeah. official nice. um, statistics. And he's so, just he's another one that's just getting there's so many guys in our team. That seem to get better every week. Oh, yeah. They're just, I mean, that's what we want in November to be playing our best ball. And there's a lot of guys there doing that. And yep. still, you know, I think our closest complete game was Sac State, and that wasn't a complete game. I still don't think this was. Um, so I'm still waiting for that too. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping yeah. that that's going to happen this weekend. Um, yep. We have our complete game, but it's just like we keep getting better and getting better and getting better, and and that's what we want to see. Well, and then, you know, also, you know, the Ryder Meyer almost interception. <laughs> that thing, oh, my God. When he missed that, I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like That was six all the way. Oh, there was nothing, oh. nothing in front of him. That's the old adage. <laughs> There's a reason he plays defense, folks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, he's going to want that one back. I'm sure his teammates give him a good hard time today or the oh, yeah. filming it, which yeah. rightfully so. Catch that um, ball, you know, be the hero, man. But either um, way, n- nice job, you know, getting that ball down and stuff. Yeah. Also, you know, one more thing on the on the defense that Garrett Houston uh sack boom. Oh my goodness gracious, that oh, was a nice hit. Yeah, he just <laughs> he blinded me. Boom. I shared that one on Twitter because that was just, I mean, those are the those are those moments you dream of as a linebacker mm-hmm. coming through the hole and just like, oh my oh, god, man. I get to just crush this guy. <laughs> I mean, good for him too, not like targeting, just like perfect form tackle, driving to the ground, yeah, totally legal, but just 
badass hit. So, um, well, and I think that like our offense too is is finally getting into kind of a rhythm too because this is you know another game with 450 plus yards um, total offense. Um, yeah. You know, the one thing that kind of if we have to find something to kind of like, uh, we need to work on this. The penalties kind of came up on us again, even though, you know, two of those penalties are the one penalty was uh, kind of a, a, a crappy call. It would kind of made it, made it less with that. Uh, 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 Keelan white, whatever they called it um, for, they call it a hold. Did they call it interference? I can't remember. It was, it. I don't know. It didn't make sense to me. There's no, it, it felt almost to me like, this is one of those games where you start feeling like, are they throwing penalties just to try to keep them in this damn game? Because sometimes it feels like that. I mean, the refs will say they're not doing that, but, boy, it sure felt like that a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think sometimes when the team's dominating other team so much that they'll, oh, that looks, you know, they start looking at looking for things like that, and that's kind of yep. what it felt like. Um, now, uh, one penalty that I'm glad they picked it up, um, the the uh, the candy ass, we want to call it the targeting. <laughs> that was so awesome. That was awesome. Uh, was, I mean, I think someone on Twitter, I don't know if it was oh. Sam, or somebody was like, we should make shirts that say candy ass on it. I was like, oh yeah, I buy one. Um, but I mean, it's true though. Like, but at the same time, so where I was going with this is like they show a f- uh, footage of the ref that throws the penalty, and where mm-hmm. he's looking, it totally looks like targeting. It's like it reminded me oh, of yeah. like movie you know you block a certain way it looks like you punch somebody when you really didn't hit him that's exactly what it looked like so i mean he was that was not a bad throw of the penalty no it looked no. like targeting but as soon as you know that's why they have the replay you look at the replay and you're like oh that no, was a legit hit and they did the right thing they picked the flag up um yeah. so I, i'm glad that they are able to have those other angles so they can get it right but i totally get why he threw the flag um even though Bobby called him a candy ass and rightfully so too. So <laughs> that was awesome. I would have loved it. I don't know if there was a hot mic down there, but you could hear a lot of oh. stuff on our sideline. Yeah, you could. Like I was like, whoa, holy cow. <laughs> you know? And uh, yeah, and it, it was like perfect too, because they like, panned right to him and, oh, and said that too. And I was like, oh, oh, did they know that was gonna happen? Like, holy cow. Um yeah. You know, 28 first downs to, excuse me, 28 first downs to 11 first downs for Portland State as well. We held them under, what, uh, another 100 yards, uh, under 100 yards for rushing, mm-hmm. which, you know, they they were doing really well with their running back, well, uh, Mallory. So we, what, what did you say the stat was on that? Were we holding them for rushing? We held them for, sorry, um, rushing – uh, average total net 93. 93. Yep. And we were talking last week how they put 350 on NAU plus. Yeah. And all these teams, I mean, they were, especially their quarterback who was yeah. running all the time. We shut that down. So, well, and they averaged like 220 something, I think, uh, yeah. on, on a game. So, shut them down with that. Uh, they're That's pretty impressive, <laughs> I think. But yeah, their quarterback did not look comfortable at all. Uh, he did not want to run. He did not want to pass. Uh, so I think well, that's just going to have to copy what we, we've been doing to quarterbacks. We're just going to have to copy with yeah. this week. Well, that's what um, going into this week. I think so. Something I, that I've noticed is like the sack, the sack game. This yeah. game, I feel like it's almost preparing our defense to mm-hmm. deal with uh, Mr. Malat and 
uh what the hell is his name Sean Chamber. Chamber. Yeah, Chambers Chambers I think I feel like those games are helping our defense prepare for that yeah um, they are but the 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 neighbors just do it so different I think that the, yeah. the, what they run and stuff like that it's it, I think it's getting us to to think about that it's mm-hmm. just they do it in so many different ways um that I hope that they they pull an Idaho game and they just forget about the run, which I have no clue how, like that game was totally on their offensive play calling. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you go, you're averaging seven yards a carry and you just stop running the ball. Yeah. Like, I don't understand it. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I have some thoughts on that too. Once we get to that game. So. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> we got some, so, I got some ideas of how we can stop all, both those two idiots. There we so. go. There we go. And, you know, I do believe that, you know, Chambers said something along this year uh, about, you know, when the MMA guy, uh, Sugar Shane, yeah. was there. About, so I think that that's probably bulletin board material this week as well. So, um, yeah, I, I can't wait for this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, well, every every year this game is, a, you know, we look forward to this one, the whole, the whole state of Montana does. Yes. Uh, you have any final thoughts on Portland State? Or I'm, I'm pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think everybody played very well. Um, again, like I said, I was glad that we got out of there pretty unscathed. Uh, nice to see so many you know players get to play in there, yeah. and then like you know uh, 56 when we got that big hit, it's kind of like okay, you know, there's again linebacker you, there's backups to the backups that are out there just. Playing yeah. hard and doing that. And Houston was is a defensive end, and he's from Nebraska, so he's yeah. got some talent. Yeah. Um, and so, um, but also just with with the line, it was awesome to see McCabe, who we, we've had on the uh, the podcast when he he mm-hmm. got recruited. So, uh, but uh, it was awesome to him to step in. Uh, we also Ken Pamphilov, um stepped in as well. And um, McCabe's actually the backup center. Is who he? Yeah. Is. Yep. And like. The nice thing too is hearing like AJ talk about him, how he's been yeah. the tail off, and yep. I mean, guys like that, they're just waiting for their their opportunity. Not exactly. they want them to get hurt, but they're just like, hey, you know, they got to have that next man up mentality and be ready at any time to fill in. And he did a great job filling in. Exactly. So you know, even if we don't have Liam, we hope that he he rests up and, and heals yeah. from that. But and, and hopefully uh, McGinnis is back this week. Hopefully, I, I haven't heard anything. So yeah. Um, I, Hopefully he's in Gradney as well. Yeah, and Gradney's been suited up. He's been suited up. I'm not sure what exactly what the deal is there. I kind of have some inside info on McGinnis, but we're not gonna. Yeah, we're not. In case some cat fans listen to this, we're not gonna talk a bit about that. (laughs) Um, And then oh, and Fonts as well. Hopefully he heals up because that's yeah. I know he was out. They said that. um, I haven't heard a thing on him actually. I'm not sure what the deal was with Fonts, but hopefully. You know, if there was ever a week to rest, it's last week, and then hopefully he's out there this week. So we'll rest up and, and win this game. Be uh, our depth at wide receiver. I mean, if he had just a little bit at all, it's like, yeah, go ahead and rest him up for the big one. Yeah. Well, and, and Sawyer did an awesome job too. So uh, it was good to see him get out there. You know, he's the. I, I think oh, yeah. that Portland is pretty close to home for him. So. That's what I was thinking too. So yeah, Osmo too getting all that because he's his, he's close to home there too. So yep, yep. So. Um, so it's a neighbor, the neighbors coming to town. Yep. Uh, you guys probably knew who they are. <laughs> we don't need to say who they're, what their names are. So 
Let's see what their schedule is like. If you guys don't know who they've played, the game that we know that they played, they played South Dakota State. But the best game of the year that they've played was against South Dakota State. Oh yeah, yeah. So the, their their first game, uh, similar opponent than us, mm-hmm. right? Utah Tech. They beat sixty three to twenty. Uh, they then went to uh, Brookings and they lost twenty to sixteen to the number one team. And, yeah, and, and that, uh, that's the, the game I was the, the team. That they, they played them very well, and I think that's the best game that the neighbors have played all year. Yep. Um, and I think they've actually haven't played it better. I mean, they lost to Idaho too, but they played way worse there. They, if they would have played oh, that way against South Dakota, they'd have really gotten crushed. Yeah, um, but I don't think they've matched that since then. No, no. Uh, their third game of the year was against Stetson, uh, 57 to 20. Is that the they, Cologne? Against <laughs> Stetson Cologne. <laughs> They played Weber, which now, you know, that game was supposed to be like, oh, this shock and awe of, of right. like, they beat Weber 40 to zero. Oh, my gosh, this team is amazing, which now we know Weber is just suck. I mean, other than the fact that they beat Idaho this last weekend, I mean, yeah, that, that surprised me. But that, when I was, I watched some of that game, um, was unfortunately my daughter was homesick this weekend. So I was like, oh, oh we're watching FCS football, but, um, I was, that did not look like the Idaho team that I saw play mm-hmm. up or the Cats. I don't know what no. the heck was going on there. Now, all of a sudden, old 80 started showing up again, and, you know, they tried to come back, but Weaver just, you know, had their number that day. So, yeah, surprised me. They played Portland State as well, and so that's an interesting one because they only beat Portland State by 16, 38 to 22. And that was in the litter box, wasn't it? It was. It yeah. was in the litter box, yeah. Um, and then Cal Poly, they beat 59-19. They beat Sac State 42-30 to at Sac State. What, what was that against Sac State? 42-30. to Huh, we only let them uh, score seven. Interesting. That's amazing, right? Yeah. And it was it was at Sac State, too. So Interesting. Uh, interesting, right? Idaho, uh, they lost Idaho 21-14. to Oh, we beat them. We beat them as well. Yeah, oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Some similar, some similar opponents here, right? Yeah. NAU, the only one that everyone right loves to loves to come on to, is uh, yeah. forty-five to twenty-one. Um, I don't know; they didn't play NAU at NAU, though, right? No, they played them in 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 the litter box there. Yeah, yeah. But the thing was, is like, um, and there's some comments that we'll talk about too that I got from people that, I, and I think this that loss against NAU helped us. Oh, yeah. That was, like, the biggest wake-up call. Because, I mean, I know we were thinking it, too. Like, what the hell are we going to do this season? Yeah. Um, it was, uh, all right, guys, either we're going to put up and, you know, take this failure and turn it around and start winning and learn from it, or we can just fold. And they yeah. have done the opposite. So yep. uh, They played uh, Eastern Washington uh, last week, 57-14. to 14. Yeah. Eastern Washington, I don't. So they're done playing football. Eastern is no, it's Eastern similar to our game against. So here's here's a little theory I've got. Last year we played Eastern before the brawl. Yeah, beat them sixty three to seven. I was at that game. It was a fun game. It was, it's snow. I love. Is that a snow or is that a it, was, it was just really cold that game. Okay. There was snow the day before. It was dang cold. We were wearing our ice fishing gear, but um, beating the hell out of Eastern is always fun. Mm-hmm. But I almost wonder if it didn't give us a little overconfidence going into the brawl last year. Cause it was like, okay. Oh my God, we just smoked Eastern. Well, the opposite can be happening this week. You know, yeah. uh, 
the cats just smoked Eastern. They looked like world beaters last weekend. I mean, they just did everything they want. But I'm telling you right now, that's not the same Eastern team that was playing teams tough this year. Eastern's done yeah. playing football for the year. They they are just done. They don't care. No. Um, yeah. And I think that that coach best is out of there as well. So yeah, that's um, probably I, a good thing for them. He was he was he was playing. He was he was uh, coaching for his job. Um, mm-hmm. I think also any uh, uh, oh, coaches is, is just out there as well. Right. Yeah, so, he was he was doing the same thing as well, and he, he hasn't done a good job. So there's going to be some movement around uh, the big sky. But uh, if you kind of add that up, guys out there, I did the math for you. So um, I don't know if you can really believe it, but I did. I, I, I have it here right here. 49 wins. So their opponents, the neighbor's opponent's record is 49 and 51. Okay, let me write that down. So their record is 49 and 51. Okay. Yep, the opponents. Okay. So. Um, you know, ours isn't much different, okay. And so it's 50 and 50, but at least it's 500, it's right? 50 and 50, okay. Um, and we have played a better schedule, I believe. Yeah. I just, just by looking at it, it might not be the strength of schedule or whatever. We have three ranked wins, three ranked wins yeah. with another D2 win that. If you want to count that into it, they're number ranked. I think they finished like number three in the nation in, in D two. I mean, yeah, we won't so, count it because no one else wants to count it. But, no, but they have to look at without it. Without that, I'm we still sure. have three ranked wins. Exactly. How many ranked wins do they have? Oh, they didn't. They didn't get that South Dakota State win, so no, can't count that nope. one. They lost to Idaho. Sac State. Sac State. One. 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 And so, and I asked um, Sam uh, Herter this, uh, I, I think it was a week ago, and I, I asked him how many um, top 10 uh, wins, like how many teams have the most. And we had two, and some other teams had two as well. Mm-hmm. So we were in line for the most top 10 wins. And so I, I the selection committee is going to see that. Well, it, that's it, the- <laughs> We beat the Cats this weekend, and oh, three yeah. top ten wins. We're the number two seed. Like, that's Definitely. what we're playing. We're not just yeah. playing for the brawl. We're playing for the number two seed. There's no way they're going to stick Furman no. at the number two seed. They better after, not. Or after after the freaking bullshit. And that's why I think you got <laughs> – right now you got us as three, coaches and media. You got yeah. the, kid, the kittens at, at four. I mean, I was, I was going back. I don't think – We've ever had higher rankings for the brawl. No, this is this is the first in the top when, five. When we went into Bozeman and beat them when they were number one, I think we were seven. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as far as top five, this is the first. And yeah. it coming to the big sky. I think I'm so glad that we were one. Like, I know some people are like, Oh, I think that might hurt us. I'm like, I don't give a shit about that. Like, I'm I'm mm-hmm. glad that we were one, so that now it comes down to the two of us for the big sky conference championship. And there's no like sharing with Idaho because of some, or I guess in the end we would have probably came because we, we would have, yeah, yeah, we would have, but I mean, this right, this way it's outright. It's for the number two seed. So I think yep. whoever wins this, whether it's us or them, they gets the number two seed. Yeah. Um, I think, I think you have to, the Furman has not played anybody. Their strength of schedule is like in the top sixties. Uh, like they have not played anybody. There's, there's so much writing on this game and, like I couldn't be more pumped about going to this game. So like, yeah, I decided after we lost last year, I was hosting a 
Grizz Cat Satellite Party, and I was just pissed because there was a bunch of cat fans there and stuff. And I was like, "That's it, I'm going next year." <laughs> it's like, "That's it, I'm going." And then the tickets went on sale way ahead of time before we knew that this would be like this way, and I got tickets to it. And so it's like, man, I feel like it's all just setting up. And now you get a surprise ticket too. It's like, like the yeah. stars are aligning. Yep. Um, this and just let, like, just let you get you kitten fans that that. Um, listen to this podcast. The last time that my first kitten, uh, kitten Grizz or Grizz kitten game, um, we beat you guys. So just let you guys know that. Um, I'm hoping that the, the good vibes with that kind of continue. Oh, yeah. um, but uh, that game was amazing too, as well. So yeah, I think that's our stadium's gonna be just rocking. Oh, it's gonna be um, so loud. And uh, I, I cannot freaking wait. Like, you have to tell me what your watch says. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, that's I got this new <laughs> Apple Watch, and like it gets mad when there's lots of like the high decibels, and it'll say like it's it anything over ninety, it gets really pissed, and so I, I have a feeling it's just going to be going off constantly. But I cannot wait for it to sit there and tell me how I'm going deaf because that's uh, awesome. I'm screaming at the cats. So that's awesome. So you guys, let's do uh, some by the numbers here. Sure. Just you know, Big Sky Conference numbers. Uh, I'll go into the defense and then their offense and then kind of go through like what they're averaging. So they have the number two, uh, the kittens have the number two scoring defense, the number two rushing defense, the number three passing defense, uh, the number three defense, defense, defensive efficiency, uh, the number one uh, sacks. They've had a little bit more sacks than us and they're three in interceptions. So good defense uh, offense. They're the number number one offensive scoring team in the Big Sky. They're number one in rushing. They're number one in offensive uh, efficiency. They're number nine in field goals. Just to let you know. Yeah, they're um, a field goal He's like he should be playing basketball. Yeah, and then so they put in Casey Kotzen. Yeah, I think you have from you did. Yeah, and he's four of four, so yeah. it's a redshirt that's, freshman. That's probably who'll be kicking this weekend. Be my guess. <laughs> So redshirt freshman in uh, a horrible position that's going to be really, really loud. Uh, I want them to trust their, their field goal kicker in this game. So uh, that's what I, that's what I want. I want them to rely on their field goal kicker. So uh, they're number one in punting with 44.2. They've got a good punter and they're number one sacks against. So they, they protect their quarterback, which that's kind of misleading because they don't throw the ball. So why, like, all they have to do is pass or run block, and they're not going to get sacked. So, like, that, when I was looking at that, I was like, they shouldn't even be in that conversation. There should be, like, some type of a, you have to throw it this many times to actually be involved in this conversation. Yeah. They should not be number one in that that key fact. Like, it pisses me off. <laughs> uh, so, on the year, guys, MS, uh, MSU is 43.8 points per game. They're rushing a 302 yards a game, 187 passing yards, total of 489 penalties. They've only been at about 51 yards a game. Uh, they are holding on to the ball for a little over 30 minutes. Their third down percentage is about 49.5. percentage, so close to 50%. Uh, fourth down percentage is 77. Um, red zone is, is, is freakingly good. Uh, 43 of 49, 87%, and they've got 36 of 49, so 73% of those are touchdowns. Um, so we already know pretty much what they're going to do, right? If, and if you don't know, 
they run a two-headed monster that they have a really good really good run, uh, quarterbacks, running quarterbacks, right? Tom Malott, Sean Chambers, right? I can't mm-hmm. stand Sean Chambers. I think he's a, you know, POS uh, and cocky SOB. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> Tom Malott, 57 of 88, 788 yards, seven touchdowns, zero interceptions. Sean Chambers, 50 of 87, 870 yards passing, nine touchdowns, two interceptions. My thing on this is I would rather play Malott. I don't know what your guys' thoughts are on there. I think uh, Sean Chambers is the more – he just has that dynamic. He does those big plays. He's the big play guy. Tommy's kind of that, that consistent, fast run type. I think that that you get a lot more – a lot of the bigger plays out of Sean Chambers. Um, and so – and Sean Chambers, I think he's been kind of nursing injuries because – Last game he played, but the game before that, he, they didn't really use him very much. Yeah. And it might just be what they're doing, but uh, haven't played to them very much. Their running back is a brute out of a transfer out of Wisconsin, uh, Julius Davis. He's a number five running back in the big sky. 90 carries, 611 yards, averaging about 6.8 yards an average. It was awesome. I was watching the Eastern Washington game, and there was a, you know, on Twitter, he jumped over a guy. Oh, yeah. Well, he tried to jump over like two Eastern Washington guys, and they just stuck him up in the air and just threw him down into the ground. I was like, that serves you right trying to bicycle two guys. Uh, but it was awesome. Um, thoughts, Luke. I know I'm, I was talking a lot there. That's all right. So, <laughs> I, was, I was just doing a lot of listening. Um, you know, I mean, I think if someone hears all those stats and things you rattled off there, there's like a lot of number one, this number one on this. Yep. I mean, you hear that and then chambers and a lot, it's like, Oh my gosh, these guys are, these guys are world beaters. And yeah, you no, know, what are we going to do? And Oh my gosh. And like, no, like, I think what an opportunity the Grizz have to shut them down. Um, yeah. Constantly seems like that's what we've been having to face. It's like, Oh my gosh. Idaho, oh, we go in there and we put 17 on them right away. You know, yeah. oh, Sac State, oh boy, they have this rushing and they're gonna just and what we don't seven points, you yep. know. Um, so I say, what an opportunity we have to shut down this narrative that they're such world beaters and so awesome and so great. And, um, as far as Chambers Malot, Chambers, they got him running like basically North Dakota State's offense, where it's yeah. power, you know power run to the a gap and you know they're just running them up the center and they've got good a good lineman they do i'll, yeah. I'll give yeah. them that they got good offensive and defensive linemen that's where it starts but i think um the way our defense is playing this year kind of this no no name defense sort of thing where it's like there's no stars everybody's just doing their job they're 111 they'll keep hearing the players talk about that we do that we're gonna shut them down like there's yeah. nothing more than fun to do, especially when your opponent is like number one in all these categories, just to shut them down. You said they were averaging two, 302 yards per game. Rushing. We, yep. Yeah, rushing. Yep. If we can get that to half. 200. I think yeah, like, half or 200. Like yeah. 200 or under, mm-hmm. we're winning this damn game. Yeah. Like that's, I think, the biggest key on this, like you talked about, yep. the passing game sucks. Malat sucks at passing, so does Chambers. If we can get them to be one-dimensional and get two scores ahead of them, that's going to make them have to throw the ball, and that's just going to work towards us. 
and it's yeah. going to be a long freaking day for them, and it's going to be a great day for the Grizzlies. Well, and I, and those those were passing numbers, guys. Those those were their actual passing numbers. I want you to uh, their running numbers. You know, Sean Chambers got 655, and then Tommy has a little less than that because he was hurt a couple games. Yeah, he's he got was. 431 uh, in and, rushing. So. And a lot they don't like to run him up the gut much when he's got mm-hmm. the ball. Like that's one thing our defense. The side. Yeah, they like yeah they love to go to the outside. Yeah. They're relying on his speed because Tommy's fast. Yeah, like he is three like, like <laughs> yeah. and that's you know I'll, I'll say this there's I won't say a bad thing about Tommy Malat. He is a good kid, yeah, uh, good Montana kid, and uh, I have utmost respect for that that young man. Um, Chambers can pound sand. But uh, but a lot I, I like that kid. He's 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 got a good head on him, and he's he's a good football player and plays hard. So yeah. I don't wish any ill against him. I want to stop him. Um, I think we can stop him, and I agree with you. I'd almost kind of rather have him out there, yeah, um, because I don't think he's kind of that big play getter like Chambers tries to be. But at the same time, I want Chambers out there so that we can just knock the piss out of him. Oh, I do too. I do too. I. I... I, I can't stand it. He's he's very cocky, and I, I, can't I really hope that. that. I, other people said this too. I hope oh. Sugar Sean shows up. Is at this oh, game. dude, that'd be awesome because uh, he was sure a lot to talk a lot of smack after that uh, Ferris State game, right to him. And it's like I'd love to see him see him say that stuff to his face. I know uh, Sugar Sean isn't the biggest guy, but he ain't afraid of nobody. No, I mean he he took it down pretty quick after that too, as well after he said <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, oh yeah. He yeah. took that down real quick. Yeah. So, so. Um, you know, you know, they they've got some wide receivers. Uh Ty McCullough out of, I think he's out of Colorado State transfer. He he's been banged up. A lot of the games he gets banged up. He got banged up pretty good in the Eastern Washington game and was kind of rubbing his uh his his rib area. Sure. He's got 19 receptions for 357 yards, three touchdowns, and then Cleavon Thomas. He's got 23 for 303 and three touchdowns. Um, you know, I'm not worried about their passing game. The the way that they get you is they they run, 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 and then they fake like they're going to run and they're going to throw it to their tight ends yeah, for big games. They're they play like, action pass. In fact, that Eastern yeah. game, I was trying to watch a little bit of it. Um, yeah. And then when I saw Eastern just gave up, I kind of was yeah. over it. But I did see like they even ran the old Tim Tebow jump pass play with, with yep. Tom a lot for a touchdown. And so, I mean, that, that's the stuff they're doing. They're going to run hard play action, hoping that your your, uh, your secondary it. isn't going to stay home and do their job and going to bite on it real hard, and that's yep. going to catch you with that big play. So we have to play, again, assignment football. Yep. Everybody doing their 111th. I mean, really their offense is doing a lot of that kind of, you know, triple option almost kind of crap. Is what yeah. A lot of misdirection and, like, a lot of movement. A lot of movement. And so when yep. you go against those teams – that's really where you're going to play ultimate assignment football. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, they're going to get some of their yards and stuff, but the key is doing that, you know, bend but not break. You know, even if they get those plays, we got to then stuff them and get them stopped. Yep. Uh, you know, their tight ends, they're, they're good tight ends. Trenton Pickering, uh, 15 receptions, 303 yards, two touchdowns. And then Derek Snell, their tight end slash fullback, has been out since uh, the 14th of October. Um, nursing injury. I don't know if I don't think he's going to be back for this one as well. So, um, you know, they've got a lot of great guys on defense too. Um, and so, uh, Nolan Askelton, Askelson, Askelson, sorry, 67 tackles, four tackles for loss, one interception. Uh, McCabe O'Reilly, and then you've got Ryland Ort. 
You've got the three-headed monster in their defensive line and uh, Brody Greeby and Sebastian Valdez and Ben Seymour, which uh, account for, what, 16 and a half, 17 uh, sacks right there between those three guys. Yeah. So th- their defensive line is is really good. Yeah, they're, um, they're, strong, they're getting a lot, of, a lot of pressure. Yeah, from their, their defensive line. They're, they do a good job getting off their blocks and stuff. So, yep. I mean, the good thing is we got a dang good offensive line. Um, yep. they've just our O-line keeps playing better, and this, the bigger splits we've been running have been working well. But our, our tight ends are very physical too, and so yep. we'll see a lot of that. Their help too along with those guys. Um, the one guy in defense that I got a lot of respect for is number 41. I think that's their, their 37 or whatever. I think that's Fitzgerald. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, his – I think it's his uncle played with me, and I mean that's that's a good football family and stuff. And that kid plays plays the right way and stuff. So I, I mean I'll give props to him and stuff, but uh, I really hope we can shut him down too and just open those holes. And I mean that's the one thing I love about our run game is that not just our offensive line, you're seeing our receivers downfield blocking constantly. I mean it's just it's it's you know I know people are probably worried after last year what happened. This that's, is a totally different football team that we yeah. have. Um, the mentality going into it's way different. I mean, I'll admit I was overconfident last year. Yeah. Partially because I just got back home from going to that Eastern game where I was like, man, we can't do anything wrong. And yeah. I'm really hoping that the Cats have that same kind of overconfidence that maybe we had last year coming into this. Like, I have a feeling that they feel like they're like disrespected right now because they're one below us. And they mm-hmm. feel like they should be the number two team in the nation above both us and Furman. And that, you know, the Grizz are nothing that we should be. They, they're like that one jackass that had us at 17. That's what these cat fans oh, think. Yeah. I think they're, they're, we're just lucky that we're here. It's like, oh, you were just, you were lucky to beat Idaho and lucky to beat SAC. And it's just, you're still that same team lost to NAU. I mean, that's what they think of us. So um, I want nothing more. Than to shut up every one of these freaking cat fans out there. Uh, I just want to pound the them. out of them yeah. and make them all walk out in the third quarter. Those that were fortunate enough to spend a thousand dollars a ticket to come to this game. Well, and a, a lot of this is different. Like he said, with the running game, mm-hmm. we're doing so many different things, you know, like with the play action, they, mm-hmm. they bid us on play action last year, a couple times with, for big passing plays over the, over the middle that that's probably not going to happen. No, because, I don't think it will because yeah. we're because we're not going to bite. We don't have a safety, and you know how you know Robbie, it, he's a great player, but he he was basically just going to come down all the time, no matter yeah, he what. Was, he was playing that position so differently. Our whole yeah. backfield, the 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 zone defense and stuff that we're running yep. that, that Tim has us and then Ronnie has us running. It's just totally different. Yep. Um, again, people keep talking about like and, and someone. Brought it up at QB Club, like, oh, we're gonna switch up this three-man front. If you watch, if you know football, we're running a four-man front out there a lot. Yeah. It's Ooh, just that one of our guys is standing. watch like other colleges and stuff that play the four-three. A lot of times that deep one defensive end, he can go into a two-point or a three-point stance. And we're doing that yeah. same type of thing. And so it's yes, our base is the three-three-five, but watch if you pay yeah. attention, we're doing these other formations and stuff, and it really kind of throws the offenses off. They're not sure which way we're gonna do it, which way it's gonna go. And so yep. it's really beneficial for us. Well, and I, and I really do think that, that that's something that 
probably cat fans aren't really knowledgeable in in and, and they're probably going to be a little cocky about that as well as this team is totally different. Mm-hmm. If you really want to be honest with yourself, this team is totally different from that NEU game. It is a totally different defense than what you saw in, in Los Angeles. Um, I, I think we're going to do a whole lot better. Um, yeah. Do I think we're, I, and we can get to this in, uh, farther in the pod, but it, it, it's going to be a really good game. We're going to have to play our best to, Oh yeah, all, all four quarters. We, oh, I agree. we have we have to put a full game together yeah. in this game to be able to beat this team. We, we can't but, afford to leave have have a quarter like left off or anything like that. No, we have to. Nope. This is the game we got to play our complete game because I mean, yeah. really, these are. I think I think flip them however you want. The Grizz and the Cats are two of the best teams in the nation mm-hmm. behind South Dakota. South Dakota State is yep. this, this other level above here, and they are. They've earned it. They, they are. They're just that. They're yep. better. Right after that, it's it's us. It's the two Montana schools. And how yep. fortunate are we to be able to, to see this kind of battle this Saturday where we have – I mean, I wouldn't want it either way. It's like, you know, yeah. yeah, I like beating the piss out of the Cats, but how cool was it that year when they were number one? We went at seven. We beat the shit out of them there on the yep. road in Los Angeles. So – Let's bring them into Wild Grizz, two of the highest ranks we ever see. I mean, this is one of the biggest brawls ever. For, I think it's the 122nd meeting. 122nd, yep. Beat the crap out of them in our house. I mean, I think it's going to be close, but I'd want nothing more if we could just just demolish them like, and beat them by 30. And I think I think game day, they should have came to Missoula. But that, that, that's Yeah, they're going to James They're Madison. going to James Madison for the third time or something like that. That's and that game, I mean, yeah, I, mean I, I think James Madison's undefeated. Um, they're not gonna. They're not gonna make it into the. Yeah, it's, they're, they're gonna make maybe a bowl game. That's yeah. All, they're gonna get a bowl is. game. They might get a, a higher bowl game, but that's yeah. That's yeah. it. It's like, uh, I don't know. I think yeah. uh, I think maybe uh, those guys got a little cold last year. We're <laughs> like worried about. It. I mean, the sad thing is, it's like it'd be so perfect weather this year. Oh, yeah, and yep. like it would have been just awesome. I mean, and it just lined up perfectly. And wah wah wah. You know, good yep. rid. You know, yeah. like I'm almost kind of glad too because we don't need that distraction. Like it's just, let's just, it's going to be so much fun. They're missing out, and we're going to be there to have a blast watching our boys take it to the kitties. One of these days, what we need to do is we need to go. Like I don't know how you do this, but you have to probably get it like a permit. But we should do like a a podcast before the game. And I don't know if you can with with how many you know they have their own podcast, the uh, radio and whatever. Yeah. But uh, that would be so cool. I, I know a few guys that we could probably make sure it's okay and get the okay on. There you go. There you go. Yeah, that'd be cool as hell. We should we should line that up next year and do yeah. like a live pod or something right there. That would be awesome. Be fun. I know. I know our buddies over there in the Grizz fan pod have talked about doing that. And that would be. Heck, we should just see if they want to do one together. Yeah, do one together. One big old pod or something. Because that would be. Yeah. That would be we, we could do it in like Brent's tailgate or something. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> so you know, I, I think that this is going to be a a game that I think is it, it is going to be a top game no matter what. Right, 122nd top five showdown, and. It had there has never been a game where it's been hey us for the Big Sky Conference title, yeah. which that means a whole lot more to me. I don't care about the seed. I would love to have home field throughout yeah. the playoffs, but I want a freaking Big Sky title. I, I want I want one, <laughs> and and I know the players want it too. 
but we haven't had one since what 2011, 2010? Yeah, 2011. Well, I hope that the the staff, and I'm sure they're telling us, if, if you win the Big Sky Conference Championship, you get a ring. Yeah. I mean, I'm fortunate. I've got two Big Sky Conference Championship rings and one National Championship ring. Like I remember when we won it when I was a freshman, I was like, we get rings. I didn't even realize it. And the rest of the guys were like, yeah, I've already got, and they're like, I've already got like three. Cause it was back then, you know, the not, late nineties, early 2000s. It was just like, that's all we did was win big sky conference champion. Yeah. Well, it's been so long. It's like, man, go get that ring. Exactly. And I hope that they're telling those guys that. Cause it's like, Oh, like there's nothing like getting those rings and stuff, you know, getting fitted for them. And man, that would just be oh, so awesome to just, Beat the awesome. crap out of them and get the Big Sky Conference Championship and the number two seed. Um, yeah, I was like, I've already thought about that too. I got, I got to figure out where I'm going to be at to watch the uh, selection show at 10:30 Mountain Time on Sunday because I'm like, I think I got to check out of the hotel by 11. So. Yeah, and I'll probably be on the road. I'll probably be on the road. I'm thinking, there. I'm like, maybe I should uh, go to the press box or something for before there you we go down and just go watch it there or something. There you go. I'll have to- pull off into some town and see if they can watch it. Uh, yeah, guys, and if you don't know, uh, you know, rankings, everything like that, you will be, after this game, they'll do a Sunday selection show. Would they call it yeah, a selection a show? selection show on Sunday at 10. It's, I think it's on, it's on ESPN2 or espn two. Yeah. Uh, one of the two ESPN channels, not the not the main one, but either two or you. This yeah. little, it's usually on ESPNU. And, and it's like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. You know, no matter what happens, we're going to get some type of – I mean, I think we've done enough where we'll get a seed. Um, I think that Bozeman will get a seed too. <clears throat> but whoever wins this game is going to get the number two seed, which is what we want because that puts us on the opposite side of the bracket of the Jacks. Uh, so, yeah, because yeah. if we're going to play them, I would rather face them in Frisco than – in Brookings, yeah. Even though that works out for me to go to Brookings and all that stuff, <laughs> but I'd rather play him down in Frisco and have to go see him down there. But that's where we want to be is on yeah. that other side of the bracket. So well, and then you get you know the second uh, on the other side of the bracket, you get uh, home field throughout the yeah, playoffs. That's the other thing, home um, field to the playoffs, and that's huge. which we haven't we haven't had that for what since probably 2010, 2011 as yeah, well. Not for a long. Um, so you know, if we lose this game, let's say we lose it. I wouldn't expect that we would fall out of the, the top eight seed. I would no, say I, I think, probably I think, look in that five, six, maybe seven at the yeah, most. Yeah, if, if, if that happened, and it's not going to happen, if it happened, yes. I would think six, seven seed at the worst. Yeah. And I, I, I think if, if you lose a top five showdown and it's close, no. let's say it, it's, it's a field goal. Yeah. Do you We say, could have hey, a five seed. Five seed. I would even Maybe say four. Four. Yeah. Like, like, like possible. Yeah. It's possible. Um, I'd rather have the three seed than the four seed, but that's just me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> four seed puts you over on the jack side of the bracket too. Yeah. Um. You know, the one thing I, I I'm going to ask you is, so we beat the cats. Well, then mm-hmm. all of a sudden they have three FCS losses. Mm-hmm. Do they still get a seed then? I mean, yeah, I would I assume they do. I would. I would assume put them down to like a seven or eight seed. But I have heard some talk that if they lose. It could bump them where they're playing on Thanksgiving weekend. Really? Just because of the fact that they have three FCS losses. It depends really? on how everybody else is. You got teams like Furman and other teams that, you know, it depends on what the, how the committee looks at it. So yeah. it, it just, it could get interesting for them. So that's why, I mean, this game's huge on both sides. Yeah. Both well, one of the, one of their losses to is the, the number one seed. I, I, I wouldn't think that they would, they would probably, 
You're right. But uh, yeah. I mean, you just, you never know with the committee, you know, yeah. especially how things, other things turn out and stuff. I think, I think it's less likely now that Idaho had that other loss to Weaver um, yeah. for that to happen, but they, they'll probably get that a lower seed. But again, you know, the thing is, is both teams have a ton to play for this weekend. They're both going to be fired up and ready to go. And it's just going to be, it's going to be some fun football to watch. I bet you, I bet you money on the line that if they don't get the seed that they want, they blame Ken Haslam. Oh, I'm sure they will. Even though so, he's, a, he's so, on the, he's the selection he's, committee chair. He's the chair. <laughs> and you know, he's, he's the, he's the big sky representative, but what yeah. people get messed up is like, he has nothing to do with the big sky no. at all. Like no. they can ask him questions and stuff, but yeah. he leaves the room when they talk about the big sky, same with all these other commissioners and stuff. Whatever school that they represent, they're not even in there for their conference when it's getting talked about. Because... Well, I think it's the conference he, he he leaves for his school. I think he's there for the conference though. Isn't no, he? no, he he's uh, uh he he had a thing with Riley this year. He's like in charge of the SoCon and one other one is where he gets oh, okay. part of. So he watches a lot of their games. Okay, games and stuff. So he just yeah. gets to answer questions on the big sky. He can't actually like because there could be a bias the there, even on the other teams. He can't even vote on that side. Same yeah. with those other ones. That's how they kind of keep it fair. Yeah. Like you're you can't because you could cheat, you know. Oh, yeah, you could. you could be like, Oh yeah, they suck because you don't like him. But so yeah. so that's how they make it fair there. Um, so I mean, but yeah, those people are gonna say what they want to say and stuff if that happens, but whatever, yeah. they're wrong. So so I've got some keys here for the game, and you tell I have, me. I have two as well. You got two as well? Okay. Yeah. Um, you want to go, like, back and forth, back and forth? Sure. All right. So my number one is is we have to get off blocks. So the one thing that we did not do last year in Los Angeles is we did not get off blocks well enough. Um, and I say if we get off blocks, our wide receivers get off the blocks from the sides – and, and get Malat to go in the middle, I think that we will stop this offensive juggernaut of the rushing and we'll cut their cut, cut their rushing in half if we can get off blocks. Uh, if we can't, it's going to be hard. It's gonna, they're going to gash us um, just because of how well they do it. Um, but that's one key that we have to do that. We have to do that this year. Yeah, so mine's uh... – close to yours it's on de- defense you have to do your assignment and not over pursue yep. so if we do that and we can stuff sean chambers that's going to make them more one-dimensional where they're probably going to lie more on a lot which i think will be benefit us yeah uh my next one is we got to win win in the trenches right and we've got to pound them into the dirt their their defensive line especially and really make sure that our, our offense is running. Because what I, I feel what we're going to do is we're just going to play their game and we're going to run it. We're going to run it and run it and run it. And hopefully we get the ball first and we score first and we put that pressure on them as well. So uh, we've got to win in the trenches this week and just pound them. Well, I'm going to stick on defense here still. The other thing I want to say is along with my, you know, do your 111th, um, when it comes to a lot, we got to keep the edge. So we can't have anybody like over committing or letting, you know, him break contain. We got to keep that edge so we can keep him contained too. And by doing that, those two things with Chambers and lot, if we can limit their running ability, that's going to make them have to throw the ball. And I think it's the last thing they want to do. And yep. that's going to help us a lot if we can make them more one dimensional. The other thing with that on the flip side, like you were talking on offense, we can dominate the line of the scrimmage, be able to run the ball, which will open up our play action 
because they could be, I mean, everybody's going to be juiced up for this game. So if we can get them to overcommit, kind of like what happened uh, a few years, two years ago, when Junior Bergen had that big play over Troy Anderson, same type of thing where we can make these big plays um, by them overcommitting. So that's what I'm hoping we're going to do. Because last year I feel like we were a little too juiced up and overcommitting, and that's what really, you know, got us in the wrong lanes and just opened things up. We got to do our jobs this weekend. Yep. Uh, kind of off what you were going to say is disrupting the backfield uh, with the back the, with the quarterback, just making sure their their life is a is a misery back there. If we can get pressure on them and make sure that we win the trenches, uh, this team doesn't lose the turnover battle very often. If we can swing that in our favor, that's going to help us tremendously. It cuts their ability to have the ball and to kind of drain the yeah. uh, clock down. And it also puts them in a position where they're going to have to throw it as well and have to come from behind. Yeah. If we could get a few turnovers, I mean, that just gives us extra possessions on offense yeah. and cuts, like you said, cuts theirs. I mean, that's huge. Anytime you win the turnover battle, I mean, you're usually going to win the game. Yeah. So uh, I also am interested to see what our receivers do. I, I feel like, we're getting separation and stuff and we could, we could definitely, you know, you know, take advantage uh, with our receivers that we have. So I, I don't know what we're going to do. And I think us playing Ayata again this last week kind of was a, here, what are we going to do? You don't know sort of thing. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do. Like obviously McDowell's going to start and we're going to play him, but you know, I, I mean, personally, I, I don't think we're going to see much. Ayata. I think it's going to be a lot of McDowell is what we're yeah. going to see out there. Um, but I, I, I do think that there's going to be something thrown in there that that they're not going to be expecting that hmm. that Bobby has been keeping close to his chest this whole year and he's going to unleash it. Um, I think he always does that. But I think that you might see Ayat in a couple instances. But it, I think it's going to be McDowell. Yeah, uh, I think it running. is. Too. I think I think there's some stuff that him and Pease are are holding back. Yeah, and we're going to see. Um, yeah, I, I mean. Bobby hates the cats more than oh yeah. I mean, like I, I do the same thing. I won't stay in Bozeman. I won't get gas. The only thing I'll do is stop to use the the rest stop to take a piss. <laughs> um, so you know the team feels the same way, and like there's there's some payback. You know, we've said this earlier this year. This is kind of the revenge tour, and yep. we took care of business in Idaho. We took care of business in Sac State. Well, there's one more hanging out there. One more stop. We need to, you know, get our revenge on, and that's this weekend. And yeah, I'm I'm pumped to be there in person. Me too, man. Me too. I can't wait. Uh, It can't get here soon enough. No shit. No, it's (laughs) sorry. It's gonna be so freaking (laughs) awesome. I'm getting all fired up over here. It's like, guys, it's okay. It's it's okay. It's explicit anyway. This podcast. I usually try to keep my language pretty good. There, that one slipped out. Sorry. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. It's okay. We're okay, man. We're gonna feed uh, the children this weekend. <laughs> uh, you want to do uh, questions, man? Are you? Are you good? Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's do. I do questions first. Um, sure. So uh, let me hear. Let me get one real fast here. Shay uh, asked a question from Georgia. Um, Whoops, they have the wrong one here. Let's see here. Sorry. Yep, had the I'm wrong sorry. one. Here we go. Um, so he was just saying um, he feels like that our team actually should be undefeated. 
But he said maybe that that loss is exactly what we needed um, against NAU. And I agree with him. Like, yeah, sometimes, like, um, here's a good example. 85 Bears were just destroying everybody. I have to be a Bears fan. They were destroying everybody. They go into Miami, get that loss. If you listen to those guys, they say that's exactly what our team needed. Was that loss to wake us up? Well, I think that that NAU game, I think we went in after seeing NAU destroy uh, Utah Tech. Like, oh, we got this. We just have to show up. And, boy, did we learn something that game. And I think that's exactly what the team did. Learn from it. Our coaches learned from it. Because all of a sudden, we started getting an offensive identity, a defensive identity. And since then, we've just started piling on, piling on, getting better and better and better. And, like, the best Bobby teams we've seen out there, we're playing our best football in November. So I think that's exactly what we needed, and, it, and it's just made us this team into who they are. Yeah, I think so too. I, it, you know, every team is going to have to face in a, some adversity, and mm-hmm. I think that that was our adversity, and it kind of got things out in the mo- uh, the air where I think some players were able to voice their opinions and kind of take control and and kind of be leaders on the team and kind of make sure that they shape this team the way that they want it to, and so. Um, yeah, I totally think that that it, it better suited us. And if you look at it and say, "Hey, you could you know win this game and probably not develop your team in the way that you would want to make a run," I think you take that loss every time. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, it's like it was uh, it was a you know, like you said, adversity. Sometimes you yeah. got to get smashed to the ground so you know how to get back up and exactly self off and win. You know, it was, it was our it was our Rocky Balboa moment. One step at a time, one one punch at a time, right? Yep, exactly. That's right. So, uh, was there a question on that one? Yeah, uh, that was it from Shay. Okay, uh, I have one more question. Yeah, um, and this one I was thrown off a little bit by. I was like, man, I I didn't know this. I had to do a little research. So, a uh, good friend of mine, Brett Heidel, uh, throughout this uh, question, he said, when and why did the fight song line change from "She'll shoot her back." Or, uh, around the four-man line to we'll shoot our back around the four-man's line. Um, he just he said he just noticed it this year. So um, I did a little research here. Uh, so I'm just going to read this. Um, yeah. So the lyrics back when this song was originally, when the fight song really came out, were different from what players and fans sing today. It was old Montana's out for a victory instead of good old Grizzlies out for a victory on uh, the first stanza. And instead of we'll shoot our backs around the four man's line, it was she'll shoot her backs around the four man line. Um, the song uh, attributed by uh, Richard Dick Howell, who studied law at the University of Montana. And so I started researching more like when did it change? So Up and With Montana Boys was copyrighted back in 1929 by the Associated Students of UM right here. There you go. <laughs> it happens to be the ASUM, the shirt who I got this shirt from. Um, so the lyrics were the good you know, old Montana's out for victory, and uh instead of good old grizzlies, then uh she'll shoot her back around then said Will. I tried figuring out when they changed it, and I couldn't find it. Like I was looking everywhere. So if anybody knows when they changed hmm. the the wheel to shield, like the the uh good old grizzlies, that was changed like back in the 30s or something, but the Shield to wheel. I'm not sure when that was changed. Like I've always known it as we'll shoot our backs. I don't remember yeah. the shield. Um, and then like huh. a couple of years ago, I actually bought a poster um that someone made with like wood and stuff with a fight song. Yeah, and it says we'll shoot our backs around the full man's line. So I'm not sure when that changed. Um, 
I don't know if a lot of people know that. Like, I had no clue huh. uh, until my buddy Brett brought that up to my attention. So, if anybody knows out there, please like shoot us a Twitter, a message us wow. something. I, mean, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I, was, I, was, I was doing a bunch of research. I was looking all over the Google machine and stuff, and I couldn't find like when exactly it changed, like what year or anything like that. But, and you found out that the 30s it changed from uh to good old Grizzlies from what? Yeah, from so like it was old Montana. Oh, 1929 is when they changed it from old Montana's out for victory to good old Grizzlies. But it doesn't say when they changed the she'll shoot her backs to we'll shoot our backs. Hmm. Um, And I was all over the darn place. And I just could not, could not find it. That's interesting. So uh, up with Montana was penned for the 21st Grizz Bobcat game. Which the Grizz won fifteen to five. A little more history about up with Montana. So that's awesome. Yeah. Huh. That's cool, man. That's but, a good question. Yeah. Little, little uh trivia there. So yeah. Wow. Anyway, so if anybody knows when the, the others the second part change that Brett asked about, please let us know. Because yeah, I'm sure someone knows out there. It's somewhere deep in the archives, but um, yeah. That's cool. Very cool question. Thanks for asking. Very. That. Exactly, exactly. Uh, we've got another one on here on Twitter. Uh, M Thorich, uh, Ford 61, at Ford 61. Tom, I'm so in awe of the offense. Can you think of a more balanced attack that the Grizz have had? Boy, not in a long I've, time. Yeah, I, I've, like, balanced is the key word there. Yeah. Like, we're pretty balanced right now just because – I. Well, and it, and it depends on what you word balance. So, like, yardage-wise, yeah, we're pretty balanced. Like, carry-wise, though, we're running a lot, right? Yeah. And we're not passing as much. So, if, if you look at yardage-wise, yeah, we are. I would probably say probably in the 2000s that those teams yeah. with this Reynolds were pretty balanced, I would think. And yeah, this feels a lot more like the traditional bobby ball that people would call it, where it's like yeah. – run first, you know, the run sets up the pass sort of thing. And um, I mean, and, and why wouldn't we be? I mean, we've got yeah. these running backs. This Our running back stable is just loaded. I mean, I guarantee you three quarters of the teams in the big sky, Harris and um, um, Childs. Childs, thank you, yep. would be starting for them. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? um, definitely. And they're our backups. So, it's, yep. uh, I mean, we're fortunate to have them. And I think we're also fortunate that the offensive line is totally doing the old Dola and out there just dominating and open up holes. Uh, that's the one thing I want to say is like you watch our team play and they are having fun playing together. Yeah, they are. These guys are having a good freaking time. And that stuff is contagious. When you're having fun and playing ball, boy, things just start going right for you. Well, just the, the the demeanor too. It's it's not it's it's totally changed, and yeah. so uh, I I do appreciate that the coaching staff kind of letting them play and not being so strict on what they do and stuff like that. So yeah. that's they're, always they're, nice to see. They're all having fun out there, and Clifton is just. I mean, he's he's a great leader for this team, and yeah, um, he's he's chill and like people were kind of giving him a hard time, you know, about this well the brawl or whatever they call it this weekend, you know. He's just like as cool as a cucumber, man. Like he's like, just bring up the next game. I got this. You know, that's what I love. He's just like next man up mentality. Like, okay, yep. who do we got next? Fine. Let's go play yep. ball. Love it. 
Uh, Eric at the Eric Wits. What postseason acquisition has been the most important this season? Landing Clifton or promoting Bradford to DC? Ooh. Do you have? I I I think it is. Um, it's two things. I think it's Bradford to DC, but also bringing in uh, Hauk um, and having them mentor each other and kind of throwing different things off of each other. I think landing Clifton that that's huge, but I think that and, and I was talking to this to a friend and, and possibly maybe even you, Luke, is if Clifton's not here, right? Mm-hmm. We know n- now that Ayat was the best quarterback. Yeah, coming in this summer and in the fall. Uh, so would that have been throwing in a fre- would they have thrown a freshman in to that position? I think they would have thrown Ayat in a little bit sooner and and went with him. Would that have meant worse? Would that have meant better? I don't know. I, I don't know. It's kind of hard to kind of assume. I would think that we'd probably be in the same predicament, but maybe a little bit different. The the our, our play would be a little bit different. I think that the the changes made on defense have changed how we how we do things and have it, it's 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 wholly different defense. So these these teams are thinking that they're going to be playing this overcompensating defense where they're going to be you know having wide open pass plays and, and, and it's not that way. And so it, it's guessing they're they're having to guess. So I would say the defense coordinator. So I'm going to disagree. Like okay, here's the reason why. So I think Clifton's bigger. Because of the fact the way he's been able to lead our team and stuff, okay. um, it's hard to find leadership like that. Where, like, I feel like Ronnie, I'm not saying anything against Ronnie and Tim. If that doesn't happen, though, I still feel like we could put a pretty dang good with Bobby's connection defensive coordinator in there, besides like Bear and stuff. Um, yeah. Or even if, let's say, that we're saying we kept Coach Bear and didn't have Ronnie or something, I still think like the defense would figure it out and be maybe not as good as they are right now, but still be pretty good. Where, like, I feel like Clifton, ever since that Idaho State game, he grabbed that leadership position and said, all right, follow me. We're doing this. Um, and so yeah. that's what I think. I think he's had the bigger impact, like, on our offense, um, where I think, like, a coach's impact is huge and stuff. But, like, it could have been Tim Houck as the defensive coordinator if Ronnie Bradford yeah. was there. I mean, there's, there's so many other things I think that could have worked out. Um, but again, like to your point just a second ago, it's really hard to compare the two because it's just totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think we needed someone like Clifton to be there to take those reins because, I mean, who knows where we would have been if like, we had to have Vidlak as our starter and then I ought to come up, you know, because I just didn't feel like we were getting that leadership out of him that yeah. Clifton all of a sudden brought and kind of went like, let's go do this. So I don't know because like we saw at the beginning of the year, the offense was so different, it seemed like, mm-hmm. but Vidlak was out there versus Clifton. Yeah. And I mean, notoriously, Bobby doesn't like to play freshmen. So how no. long would it have taken? I don't know. It's yeah. just those it's those hypotheticals. But for me, I'll, I'll take the Clifton one. Well, one thing I, I would throw out on this one, and we're going to go, we're going back and forth, um, is with these revenge tour, right? Revenge yeah. tour games. I don't think without the defensive coordinator change and without uh, Tim Houck there, we would have gotten by these revenge games i i really i really don't think if if ronnie wasn't the dc maybe tim would have been 
So yeah, but it's all like the fact that the fact that they're working together though, like you can't like like two heads are better than one, and to have oh, yeah. that type of back and forth, like I think I, they I think complement each other extremely oh, yeah. well, like extremely yeah. well. Um, and I just. I'm just so glad that we have like offensive production now too. Like yeah. it seemed like last year we were relying so much like, okay, defense, you got to pitch shutouts and we're hoping the offense can do something. <laughs> yeah. It was just like between the sack game and that Weaver game last year, there was just, oh, as a defensive, like I love defense so much. Watching those games, just like trying to rely on the defense to like hold up and hold up. It's like, oh, yeah. it's so refreshing this year to have offensive production. And let the defense rest when they come out, man. They are one hundred percent and just wreaking havoc out there. So, well, the one thing that has changed from last year to this year is our defense coming into this game isn't spent. No, they're not. Like, yeah. Our defense is in a good position where, yeah, we've got their bumps and bruises, but they're, they're not. Spent. We seem pretty healthy, like we, pretty yeah, we, healthy. Yeah, yeah. So you know, we've had guys get hurt and come back, and so. That's something that's huge too, as well as as we haven't had those catastrophic injuries, and you know the the bot the the neighbors down the way that they've had those injuries. Yeah, they've had. Um, I know a friend of mine's a fan of theirs, and he said that they're they're pretty beat up right now. Yeah, so, oh, it'll be interesting on Saturday. That was a great question, though. Appreciate that. Question. Yeah, nice to think about those hypotheticals a little bit. Exactly, exactly. We got some on E Grizz here. Uh, so Cal Surfer. Uh, do you think the Grizz use the three-three-five this game or go to the five-man front? I feel the Grizz chemistry is allowing the team to peak in November. We are playing our best ball right now. Do you agree? And I think we kind of went through this yeah, as well. well I don't think it, we're, 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 we're not. No, like I, like I said, it's like we run a four-man front at times. It's just we disguise it with the three-man. We're bringing up yeah. that. I mean, Riley Wilson plays almost that defensive end position and stuff. So um, yeah. I, I don't. We're not gonna put five down there, you know. That's yeah. one thing about the cats watching them on defense, too. They love to put eight in the box. So, yeah. I mean, their goal, because they know we like running the ball, is they're they start with seven and then they like to rotate someone in, but their their goal is gonna try to put eight in the box and shut our run down. Yeah. But the more we can get them to commit to doing that is when we can play action them and yep. get a huge player over the top. So well, um, and I don't think we're ever gonna be playing a five-man front. Like I no. Like, we we not, first of all we don't have the guys to be able to have two defensive tackles to do yeah. that. If we were to play a five man front, it would be like what you're saying, um, Luke is is bringing those uh, linebackers, and it's not going to be a traditional five man front or four man front. It's going to be it's going to be different. So yeah. you know, and I and I totally agree with you, Luke, that we have been playing that four man front um, all year and. Um, Either the in the side or, or the left side or the right side, depending on on the play against the cats. Like it actually can do well. Um, yeah. Last year yep. we didn't stay home. We didn't do our jobs. If everybody stays home and gets their reads, they'll mm-hmm. get their fits properly and stop this run. That's yep. why, like I was saying, like I think it's been beneficial that we've played teams like SAC and now yep. Portland State just to kind of get that feel of like, okay, the quarterback's going to be their main runner and stuff. And they always have these running backs, and we got to keep our lanes so we can shut these runs down. And we've been doing that. So I think that's helping us towards this, this ultimate goal of beating the Cats and stopping their run game. Well, and if our uh, defensive backs can get off the, the blocks with their wide receivers mm-hmm. too, well, yeah. I think that's going to help with stopping them a lot as well. So. Yeah, I agree. we got to hold that edge big time. And just, I mean, it's it's going to be 
a big, you know, we hear do your 111th. That's that's if they do that this weekend, we'll stop them. Yep, 111th. So uh, also he said, do you agree that we're playing our best in November? I totally agree with you with that. That's that's one of the things that has been so different than past years is that we've kind of built this thing up, you know, where going back to the NAU is, as Bobby said, this is team yeah. is not playing. We're, we're on that. Our arrows pointed up. We're on that up yeah. trajectory right now. Exactly. Playing better and better each game. It feels like. Yep. Uh, putter. Uh, it seems that cliff is getting more comfortable in the offense and his reads are coming easier for him with the quality of MSU's front and speed they have at the linebacker spot. Do you think we will have blue? We'll be blue. Oh, so we'll be able to make decisions fast enough to be effective on Saturday. Yeah, I think so. Like one thing about Clifton, like he he does make quick reads. He may not make all the reads, but yeah, like, he'll make a quick read. And I think part of that is like P's setting up the right place for him to make those quick reads. Mm-hmm. One thing I am excited to see, and I hope he gets the chance. I hope we get to see Clifton running the ball open field and stiff arming some of them freaking linebackers. Yep putting them down on the ground how fired up is the team gonna get and freaking that stadium if we see clifton come around and just freaking stiff arm one of these cat freaking linebackers just boom right in this place like that excites the heck out of me well and i don't think they've and they've had chambers and he, he's a big guy too but man mcdowell's so big 6 3 230 he's a, a beast running, there, for like, a quarterback it's just like, so watching big. him like against portland state they didn't oh, have nothing gosh. to do with him. They were just no. like, I'm going to hit that guy. Freaking <laughs> like they're getting out of his way. And like, that's just it. Like sometimes there's that play in the game. that can just churn the momentum. And I feel like if we can get Clifton running and he just trucks one of those guys from yep. MSU, puts him on his back and it's just like over him. Holy yep. cow. That offense is going to erupt. The defense is going to be fired up. The stadium is going to be going. And then it's like, good luck from there. Cause you get that moment momentum going and it's like, watch out. Yep. Yep. Uh, question here, uh, Copper Grizz. Any guesses on the turnover margin for Grizz Cat? Both teams are pretty darn good holding on to the ball, but this game, all bets are off. Um, we, I, I think agree. We, we've, been, we've done a good job of holding the ball, and Clifton's done a good job protecting the ball, too, for the most yeah. part. You know, and we, the turnover margin, I think we kind of said, I, I think I, we said this in the uh, pod, is that neighbors do not turn over the ball very much because they run so they don't fumble a lot either i think that this is going to that's going to be one of the keys of the game is who's going to win that turnover margin it might not be you know two or three picks or i'm calling right now it might it might be one fumble we're going to get two turnovers in this game two turnovers okay and we're going to get two okay we're going to get two after them i i do think that that, down on my little piece of paper we're getting two 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 turnovers i'm writing it down Okay, um, I, I think it's it's gonna be it's gonna be important um, to to win that turnover margin no matter what. So uh, his other question here is: Is how important a role are the D defensive ends going to play in this game for the Grizz? Okay, um, and I think I think that's it's huge. Mm-hmm. And and you are the uh, former defensive lineman, um, and, and I know I played a little bit of defensive end back in my day when you're playing a running team, you've got to keep that edge. Yeah. That's, that's, like, that's going to be the key. That's exactly <laughs> what I was about to say is we keep saying, it. we got to 
you know, keep contained, keep the edge, because that's where, like, especially if a lot's in there, they like to bust them to the outside. And so our yep. defensive end, well, so in this case, where I talk about this four-man front that we were going to kind of, like, run. Yep. It's Riley Wilson, whoever's playing that linebacker end, they got to keep the edge and contain it and not let him get out there. And then, you know, the old deep is the deepest man. And then um, Harris Edwards or, you know, Harris, whoever's on that other yep. side, They've got to do it too, do the same. So yep. if we can keep him contained and bring him back into our linebackers, it's gonna be a long day for old touchdown Thomas there. Yep. So I think so as well. I think that that's gonna be a key, a key fact. And then uh he kind of uh asked about the three three five as well, but we've already answered that. Sure. sure. Um but yeah, we've already the defensive end position is is gonna be a key in this game, no matter right. what of, of Between how they're the, running it. Our D end and that 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 hybrid DN position that both Jenna Carroll and Wilson like to play. Those yep. are going to be key in there. Cause we know Gubbs is going to do his job. Like, Oh yeah. No Gubbs, matter what. It's the yep. man child out there. Beast mode. Yep. Olden guys. So we don't have to worry about him. It's just those guys doing their assignment. And like we talked earlier, Wilson just seems getting better each week too. Yep. What he does this weekend and his, this will be his first rivalry game. We got a lot of we got a lot a lot of first rivalry games this weekend for people. So, it, yeah. What was your uh, thought on how McDowell handled that question after the PSU game? Well, I was saying, I loved it. Like he's like yeah. the ball or whatever they call it. Like he's yeah, he's cool as a cucumber. Like who cares? <laughs> it's so funny. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. Too. It's like whatever that you know. He's uh he's just she's like yeah no big deal. Bring on the next opponent. Who do I got to beat next? You know. Yeah. I know it's on Twitter. He keeps he, he has this hashtag keep stacking. Stacking. Yep. Stacking the wins, baby. Yep. Love it. Yep. Love it. And, and it's it's cool that he's actually on Twitter. You know, he doesn't respond to too many. You know, and I think all the Grizz players are like that too. So yeah. sometimes that they will, he's, but he's responded to me a couple times. And he's a, he's a yeah. good kid. Like that. He's yeah. a, he's a good leader, and I appreciate him. Yeah. Very much so. All right, man. Well, that's all the questions I had. Do you, oh, did you have any more questions? I've got one more thing for you. I wanted to make sure we covered. Oh, wait, the versus? People are uh, – nope, something else. I shared oh, okay. So, Sports Bet Montana. Yes. Right now, the first line that came out, they actually have Montana State favored by three and a half points. Okay. The, weekend. the over-under at the moment is 56 and a half. So, the over-under is how many? 56 and a half. So oh, currently, my score is the under, barely. So, I'm taking the under on that one. Yeah, I think the under too. Um, unless, of course, we put 55 on them, and that's just fine. So <laughs> I don't care as long as they you know, Yeah, I, I, I take the under at the moment is what I'd be doing. Yeah. So. All right, man. Well, I just want to make sure because that was out earlier this early this week. Yeah. So, um, okay, so. Uh, we already got to the polls. Coaches poll were three. Media poll were three. Versus yep. app, we continue to be three as well. We've been three in the okay. versus app for quite a while, three or four. Um, so I ran the simulation. I hated it, but I've been hating it all year because they've been picking against this all year. They picked this yep. against this versus Davis. They picked against this versus Idaho. They picked against this versus Sac State. Exactly. So in a way, I'm kind of glad the versus app picked against this again. Um, yeah. They have the Cats winning 29 to 20. 29 and 20. Okay. 29 and 20. So that's what the stupid versus app has. Um, oh. They've been wrong a lot this year. So, like I said, in a way, I'm, I'm glad that that dumb app is picked against us again. <laughs> Bring it on. Uh, so, my score. Yes. That's Here's good. what I got. Okay. Um, 
I've been I've been wishy washy about the the cat side of it because a lot of me thinks that I'm giving the cats too many points here. Um, but they're a good team. So I have the Grizz winning 31-24. Like I said, I'm taking the under, but barely. Okay. 30 31-24. Yep. Grizz 31. Right. Kitties 24. Okay. All Ooh. right. I, I got 24-21 Grizz. So a little bit closer. A little bit closer. A little bit closer. Yep. Yeah. I, I think yeah. I think it's gonna come down. In all these games, you know, special teams, there's gonna be a special well, teams play that, that's gonna come into effect either, you know, switching yeah. field position in the punting game. Uh, it, it, I, I don't I think so. I wanted to change my cat score to the 23 at one point because I was like, where their kickers been missing field goals and pH and stuff. I was like, ooh, I should do that. But I was like, no, nope, I wrote it down. I'm going to keep it. That's what I wrote down earlier today. It's usually yep. what I'll do is like uh, sometime in the middle of the day I'm working and stuff. I'm a whole yep. office on Mondays. And I've got tons of meetings on Mondays. And all of a sudden it'll pop in my head. I'm like, okay, this is my score. And I just write it down on this little piece of paper over here. So um, I'm sticking with it. 31 I like your score, 24-21. Either one of those, I'd be pleasantly happy with. I was I was wanting to change it to 24-20. Um, just like because then it, would, then, it wasn't, then it would be over that three and a half. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, but no, I kept it 24-21. Yeah. So, it doesn't matter. I, I don't care this game. As long as we win, that's, that's all. Win. I don't care. All that matters, as long as we I'll, win. I'll owe you um, a beer. Like, I would <laughs> love nothing more than us to, like, the good thing is, is like the Grizz keep proving us wrong a lot of these weeks. Like I look yeah. back at the Sac State game, you know, 31-24, and they come in there and they put holding, you know, seven points. Yeah. Um, our defense has been just like stacking up the, these these offenses that should be putting up lots of points and we're shutting them down. Yeah. I mean, Portland State put up points against yeah. the Cats. Sac yep. put up points. So yep. um you know, I, I don't think – I think it's our defense really is what we we need this weekend is them to just shut them down. If we do that, oh, boy, I'm not too worried about our offense. I think our offense can get it done. It's, it's the defense. So Well, and you look at since the since the NAU loss, right, there's mm-hmm. only been one team to score over 23 points. Yeah. And that was, you know, UC Davis that scored yep. 23 um, and then Idaho scored 21, which that was a crazy game back and forth. That's, game, which that's again why I don't like my 24 score. I'm like, God, that feels yeah. high. like I'm like, I think it could be down in that 17s. Like, I feel like that over under they put out is high, it is very high, it feels high, yeah. you know, especially I, I even see it like 21, 21 14 or, or something yeah. like that. It's gonna be close, yeah. I agree, it could be closer to kind of that, that score we saw over in Brookings this year, um, yeah, but either way. You know, we're just throwing stuff out there. Grizz will be out this weekend to really prove it and put it on the table. So uh, if you are in town, the Beer and Wine Festival is Friday night, too. Um, Ooh, I'm going to get really? to town a little late. Otherwise, we were totally going to go to that. That would be cool. I actually don't fly until 9 o'clock that night. So how, how you go right after that. Go right there. I think it gets <laughs> over like at 10. So oh. <laughs> it's, it's it's earlier. I think that's the game right getting over. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm going to be getting in. Uh, I'll be going up and uh, staying with my friend in Helena, and then we'll be driving down to Saturday. So, um, but yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, we'll both be there. So we'll both be there. Around the tailgates, walking around. Uh, we'll be yeah for sure. Be the birthday tailgate. Be. I don't know. I'm so excited for this game. It's going to be awesome and uh, getting to be in Wagres because you're sitting in North End Zone. I'll yep. be in the South End Zone. Uh, like 
I'm I think I'm six rows up right behind the goalpost. So nice. Catch a ball. Yeah. Catch a ball. Exactly. There you go. Oh man. Well, you guys, we can't thank you enough for listening. We we've had absolutely uh, great reaction, great numbers, great um participation. Uh we love seeing that because that's what we're here for. We're just two guys that like to talk Grizz sports. Um yeah. and <laughs> it's just crazy uh that this is something that we just do for fun. Uh, but if you guys want to be a part of it, we want you to be a part of it. So definitely get a hold of us yeah. on Instagram and, and uh, uh, Twitter at Fight on Montana, as well as you Facebook, can find us on Facebook, Messenger, wherever you want to get a hold of us, you can get a hold of us. Um, but also, you know, we, we say it every time, rate, review, and subscribe. That tremendously helps us as well, getting us out on the Apple algorithm there. Uh, which most of you listen to us on as well. So uh, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Give us those five stars as well. Um, and, man, I can't wait for Friday. Uh, I, if you guys see us, and uh, you're not going to probably know us from anybody, but uh, hopefully we get to meet some of you guys out there and, and say, hey, I think we listen to your pod, or uh, definitely give us a high five or something. So, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you yeah. is what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. Look, yeah, thanks for listening and uh, looking forward to this weekend. God, it's going to be fun. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, like always, go Grizz. FTC. There we go.